Hello, everybody, and welcome to Pixel Sprites and Nonsense. My name's Benjiro, and I'm here with Kvash. That's the point Yo. where you say hi. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but, you know, I was like, there's, there's got to be more coming, but... Okay. Okay, fine. Here's That's the- cool. Yeah, that's absolutely cool. So today, uh, we're going to uh, first talk about who we are, and then we're going to talk about the bucket list games of 2023, what we didn't get to finish back in 2022, and stuff that we mostly already own, so you might as well. Okay, guys, so um, let's roll the intro, get into it. And we're back. So hopefully that will win well. Okay, so uh, Bush, let's start with you. So um, we're not we're not going to be very explanatory here. So just just give us the uh, the short list on who we are and why we think we should be talking about video games. Right. Um, well, I mean, I've been talking about video games for years now. Um, I have written about video games for a long time as well, but. Um, stopped doing that because of life and other stuff. And, uh, you know, I just been gaming my entire life, basically. Also, we're kind of dinosaurs, right? Like, we come back from the days when we were actually writing about video games instead of making videos or podcasts or that stuff. You know, we're old school game journalists <laughs> back yeah, in the day. I mean, like, I guess we're kind of like uh i mean it's a big name though right now but he still writes only only that is uh, jason schreier of course and uh you know seeing him come to kotaku and then now doing stuff at bloomberg with a lot of scoops that's interesting as well true but he's way more into the investigative journalism than we mm-hmm. were we were basically writing the news so we were off of yeah. PR guys, and we were doing a, a bunch of reviews, bunch of reviews, um, reviews. and and we went through the and we went through some events, did some preview work, and stuff like that. Not 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 so much, you know, industry opening, explosive no. content no. Uh, like that. Which we is unfortunate because I did wanted to do that back then. Like yeah, but to be fair, we're not in America. <laughs> we're exactly. not in America. We're we're not close enough to the fire. You know, exactly. we're on the uh, continental part of Europe. So a lot less is happening here in regards to that and those big companies. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, if if even if you live in Germany, you might get some of that stuff. Yeah, because that's bigger, but unfortunately, not as big as uh, as Japan or the US, of course. UK might have worked as well. Yeah, but we're not. You know, we're on continental Europe and not uh, the islands. So yeah. Yeah. A lot less, a lot less of that. So we were mostly working just with PR companies that were supplying us with games and supplying us with our news, and uh, we were doing that in Dutch. Yeah, back then it was mostly just uh, the publishers themselves that had their own departments, PR departments and stuff, and marketing departments. And right now, I think they mostly just uh, outsource those. Yeah, I remember like the the first company I think that we had to handle that was actually outsourcing was Warner Brothers. I think they were uh, the no. first. No, uh, maybe, maybe I don't think I don't remember that. I mean, 
some of the smaller companies did that, but I know that at some point Sega went over to outsourcing. Um, and then Combandai yeah. even went out to outsourcing at some point. Yeah, uh, Konami was already outsourcing at that point, by the way. I remember that. And uh, yes, the Electronic Arts started outsourcing and a lot of others. Uh, yeah, it, it happens. I, I guess they, it, it makes sense financially. They abandoned the country. Financially, it definitely, absolutely made sense. Okay, yeah. so um, that's why we're talking about feeding it. We're two old blogs, you know, getting close to 40, getting close to 40, to 40s, still in the end of our 30s, though. Yep. Um, so, so, you know, our gaming history is uh, long and diverse. And uh-huh. for me, it started with the NES. And for you, it might have started somewhere else. No, not really. It was the NES. I thought you were more of a Sega guy back in the oh, day. Oh, the NES. Uh, yeah, actually, um, I think we had a Philips thing, video pack or something. And um, that was very young at that time. Uh, but mostly I got a master system from that we borrowed from a, a friend of our dad's, actually. We cool. borrowed that for a long time. And uh, a friend of mine had an NES. So, yeah, I, I basically started with an, another person I knew who had an Atari. So, yeah, I played all of those systems back then, basically, which was fun. Absolutely. Uh, my uncle used to have an Atari. I remember not really liking that. I grew up with the NES, and I actually played the NES before I played the Atari uh, over at my um, my uncle's place. A friend of mine did have the Master System, but I was basically the kid who owned the NES. And when Mario Three launched, I think I had like um, I think I had it pretty early in its lifespan. So there was a lot of hype, and I think I had like. 11 neighborhood kids sitting on our couch watching Mario 3. Uh, my mom kicked everybody out and I got scolded at, but yeah, that, that was an experience that will always stay with me. Yeah. Actually, you know, <laughs> getting that Mario 3 hype back then. Yeah, nice. So, um, what games didn't you get to play last year that you're definitely putting on your bucket list for 2023? I mean, there, there, there might be some older games in 2022 on the list, but uh, I, I yeah, same That's for me. To be honest, in life, so uh, I uh, I didn't pick up the games last year I wanted to pick up, like Bayonetta three and that sort of stuff. So I'm not going to talk about that one yet. Um, but I do have games like I did pick up Lost Judgments last uh, Lost Judgment last year, and that was uh, I mean I really enjoyed the first uh, Judgment, and it's all in the vein of the uh, Yakuza games or like a dragon nowadays. Yeah, the so name that, change is kind of confusing. Well, no, not, some, I mean, <laughs> not to Japan. It's always been like a dragon for them, you know? Yes, but, exactly. It's it's always been Ryo Gakotoku for them. So that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's you know, it happens. Uh, but yeah, we, we got Judgment and uh, Lost Judgment. Um, I'm, I'm kind of happy they didn't call it Judge Eyes. As in, uh, like it was called in Japan. So that's good. <laughs> yeah. But the second part is, uh, I think, more over the top from my herd. Uh, lots more mini games and that sort of stuff. So I'm looking forward to that. I still need so to that's... play the first one. It's actually on my bucket list. I still have mm-hmm. the first judgment I need to play. I actually owned it back on PS4 and mm-hmm. I tried playing it, but I just came off uh, Yakuza 6. 
Right. So I re I, I wasn't getting the vibe, and I I was kind of missing Kiryu, and I was like, I'm not really sure I'm I'm into this game. So I I dropped it, and then later they released it for PS5, and I picked up a PS5 copy, and now it's actually in my backlog. It's situated right above the television, so hopefully, uh, you know, it's in eye view when I'm actually playing games or picking games that are in the current lineup. So hopefully, I'll pick it up soon. Just finished like a uh, no, the actual like a dragon, you know, Yakuza Seven. Uh, so I'll um, I'm having a bit of a palate cleanser in between, but Judgment is definitely uh, going to be finished probably Q1 this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same for me. Um, which means that um. I'm up next, right? <laughs> yeah, but we're not doing any specific order, but you're you're allowed to say your next uh, your All next right. one. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so the next one would be Persona Five Royal. Fantastic uh, game. Yeah, I know it's a, it's, I know it's a PS3 game, people. man. How did you miss it? <laughs> I know it's um, no, like I said, the last eight years have been difficult for me. Yeah, and, I get that. Um, eight to nine years now but you get to play the best version now you know royal is definitely the best version mm -hmm. of the game i played the original yep. persona uh, persona 5 and it's a great game and uh you know mm -hmm. my uh, my wife actually played royal and i watched her all the way through and you're gonna have a fantastic time it's a great game to pick up and it just yep. got released on switch too so um i think you're exactly. playing and, and it's the ps4 version right yeah, it's, yeah, I'm playing the PS4 version. I don't have a PS5 yet. I still want to, uh, mostly because uh, I really want to play Miles Morales as well. I'll get back to that later. But um, yeah, Persona 5 Royal is yeah one I definitely missed in the last couple of years. I, I've I've owned it for a couple of months now, but I never got around to it because I always said that I wanted to finish one other game before that. And I never finished that other game before that. So, yeah, it's um, yeah, I'll, I'll get around to it. Yeah, hopefully, going to start it next week. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Okay. So next on my list is actually Death Stranding. So I've started Death Stranding last week, and I think I'm like two or three hours in. Yeah, I have a regular day job. Uh, I have two kids running around, so yeah, I don't get to play games that often or as you know in long bursts so i think i've like two or three hours in it but i'm liking it so far it's, it's weird for sure it's a definitely a kojima game but i'm having fun with it and i i held it off for quite a while because you know it was basically it, it when the reviews came out it was very polarizing some people really enjoyed it other people thought it was a terrible walking simulator and you might as well just work for dhl and deliver packages that way and at least you would get something out of it uh, but so far, I'm actually enjoying the experience. So yeah, I'm looking forward to continuing that one. And I'm that that's actually the, I was just talking about a palate cleanser before I would start Judgment, and Death Stranding is that palate cleanser for me right now. So that's one I'm picking up, or uh, and I'm going to continue playing in the next couple of days. Fantastic game. Nice. Also, it was free on Epic Store a few day a few uh, yep. well a few weeks ago. So anybody I, who picked it up there definitely give it a, give it a look. I definitely did pick it up there. I don't I can, own it yet on I, the PlayStation. I do want to get it on the PlayStation. Yeah, I got the. I'm playing for the PS5 version right now. It's. Uh, mm -hmm. It looks good. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, so, right. what's on your list? Oh, next up for me would be Doom, like the 2016 version. I think. Doom. Yeah. Doom. 
I enjoyed it that came game. Out in, yeah, I came out in 2016, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, that was 2016. Yeah, man, it's been almost wow, six, seven years. Holy crap, dude! That's um, yeah. Um, I had issues, <laughs> uh, not just personal, but also uh, a, a non-working PC for a long time, and um, yeah, I never got around to playing it. It's just, it's still, I have it on my Steam, I have it, um, but I, even currently, I can't play it on PC because the graphics card that I have is failing, or I don't know what what happened. I moved, and I think something might have happened in the move. I, I'm not sure. Uh, I, I'm going to have to figure that out soon. Uh, but once I get a uh, better GPU this year, definitely will. Um yeah, I'm I'm definitely going to play that one. And also, it's uh, currently in the Humble Choice bundle, uh, the the second version, the, so Doom Eternal, the sequel. It's it uh, is it's yeah in the uh, Humble Choice bundle this month, which is a very good surprise, and that gave me the idea to add this original game to my uh, current list. Yeah. I like 2016 way better than I like Eternal, but for I some reason. The 2016 felt like da- like a dancing game to me. You know, you, you had to be in the flow of movement, and everything needed to come together, and that made combat really fun. I I didn't get that same feeling from Eternal. Eternal was more like, oh, you're just trying to go from power up to power up to uh, ammo pick up to health uh, to health pick up to actually survive each and every match. It didn't it, for me. It didn't feel like it had the same flow, but that might just be me. No, that can happen. So, uh, yeah, the Doom 16, definitely a great game. Mm-hmm. Next yeah. on my list is a really, really old one. You were talking about tw- a game from 2016. And I'm actually talking about a game from 1996. I need to play the original Final Fantasy VII. Was it at 1997? Uh, it was actually 1996 for uh, oh, right. Japan, yeah. I think. Japan. Yeah. And for us, it was indeed 1997. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, I'm picking up a, a really old game. I'm going to play the first original Final Fantasy uh, VII. I'm going to play it somewhere this year. Uh, the reason is because I want to do a special on it be- to commemorate its 25th anniversary, which is this year. So I want to do a special on it. I want to... Um, and that's why I kind of want to play it. I never actually finished the original Final Fantasy VII. I did finish the remake, uh, and I finished uh, Dirge of Cerberus back in the day, which was a terrible, terrible game. And I finished uh, Crisis Core back in the day, but I never finished the original Final Fantasy VII. I know how it ended because you know you, you obviously got spoiled when twenty-five years pass. Uh, and I think I've even seen a friend finish it uh, on PlayStation back in the day. But I never finished it myself, so I'm going to go through the original um, just to experience it, and I'm going to do that probably on Steam Deck because I think that's going to be fantastic. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, that's on, the, on my list. It's p- partly because I want to do a special on it, but also just because I never experienced it that way, and I kind of want to do that. So yeah, on my list for this year, Final Fantasy VII. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um. Yeah, for me, the next one would be Spider-Man Miles Morales. Um, I did say that I want to f- play it on PlayStation 5, but I can play it on PlayStation 4 through the uh, uh, PlayStation uh, Plus service um, with the extra stuff, which is, you know, 
tempting, but I might be able to pick up a PlayStation 5 this year as well. So might be going for that one. But it's still one game I really want to finish, especially with uh, Spider-Man 2. Uh, I think it's launching in uh, in the latter, last part of this year. I think it's slated for Q3 or Q4, somewhere there. So it's it's going to be a holiday game for this year. If it doesn't slip yeah, into I, next year, it's going to be a holiday game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, they, they definitely said uh, that it's going to be autumn, some of the de- developers. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, the, the, we're going to come back to uh, some things later in this year as well so yeah speaking of marvel real quick uh i don't own it yet but i will get it it's uh, midnight suns i really want to finish that one this year i've been my my <laughs> trigger finger has been itching all that game like mm-hmm. it, it's it currently is um while we're recording this it's off by like 33 to 35 percent so you can yep. pick up the legendary edition which includes the um, the season pass for uh, sixty bucks, and that's actually an incredible price because the okay. season pass is fifty bucks, which is a ridiculous price for DLC. But we're not going to get into that right now. But still, it kind of means that you're picking up the game for like ten bucks. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's an, that's a pretty good price. So I've been yeah. itching to do that, but I've you know I've invested some of my money into. Um, production quality and so i don't really have the money for midnight suns right now so i have to wait until the next sale but yeah i'm itching to get that one seems like a really fun game and i think it's been really overshadowed i haven't heard a lot about it haven't seen a lot of reviews haven't heard a lot about it i think it got overshadowed and i think mostly it's because it's a tactical card game which is unique kind of in 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 this day and age um it's it's sort of like a fusion of uh, XCOM and uh, Slate Aspire. Yeah, but XCOM got a lot of um, I know a lot of press yeah. and um, and momentum you know, behind it, and this game just doesn't. It, I'm not sure if it's because people are getting tired of you know the Marvel properties because a lot of it is kind of losing steam. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel I, I might be wrong, but. It, that that's just how it feels to me. Like it's it's less mainstream. Like the, the people who really love Marvel are still really into Marvel. But the same with Marvel Snap. You you heard about it like the first couple of weeks when after it came out. But currently, I don't hear anything about it anymore, like at all. Okay. I, Which is weird because it's a really good game. Yeah, like Marvel Snap. I, I played it a lot actually. It's, I just I don't, I'm not a big competitive guy. Never have. I never mm-hmm. have. Uh, never have been. Never have been, yeah. Never have been, and <laughs> and um, it's just I don't know. I like this. It's random. It's so random at times uh, with the uh, with the way the um, um, the locations work. Like one one moment you can't play a card uh, somewhere because uh, it might be destroyed. Uh, one uh, moment you can you you can you can get like double a reveal uh, power. And that sort of stuff, which is, uh, it's just pretty fun. Yeah, it's pretty random. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like um, I've played it a little bit. I think I I stopped around when I reached around level 30 or something. But it was mm-hmm. fun while it lasted. It's just that I didn't really have time and I prioritized other stuff over it. But yeah, it, it, it seemed, it was a really fun game, but you don't hear it. It's not like in the general uh, consciousness of uh, of gaming, I feel. Okay. Not the way Hearthstone used to be or the way XCOM used to be. So Midnight Suns is 
it's pretty much the same. You don't hear a lot about it. I haven't seen a lot of the YouTubers I follow um, follow up with a review. So some of them actually said, like, I'm going to play it for a little bit, but people were also playing other games in the meantime. The conversation actually shifted to uh, the Game Awards right around the time it came out. So it, it, it kind of lost hype there because some other stuff actually took over. Uh, Ragnarok I mean, obviously came out, like, a, one or two weeks prior. So yeah, the it it got uh, it, the release window. I don't think did it, did it any favors, unfortunately. I mean, it came out during the time of God of War and Pokemon and that sort of stuff. So that was, and especially with Pokemon being the way it is right now, or, or back then when it first came out, um, I think the conversation mostly shifted towards that. Yeah. But um, yeah, the the people I've seen, oh, I've heard about playing it. They really enjoyed it. So, yeah, it, yeah. It, like the Metacritic score is, I think, an 81, which is pretty good. So, yeah, mm -hmm. I, I think it's a pretty good game. Yeah. Uh, so, it yeah. be that the price was too high. The price, so, the 2K's pricing is ridiculous. Let's just be honest. Yeah. 100 bucks for a complete, a complete edition with content you don't even know anything about in a mm -hmm. game that hasn't been previewed uh, fairly often. So, and I think the reviews also came in pretty close to the actual release, so that didn't do it any favors. So it never built up any hype, uh, and the pricing is just ridiculous. Like, who wants to spend one hundred bucks on an XCOM game uh, slash card game? Also, the, yeah. most of the stories we heard about the game prior to it coming out was that it had to be retooled uh, a couple of times. People weren't happy with what it mm -hmm. was. People thought it was a boring game, so they changed it. Eventually, they, mm -hmm. they changed it from being a pretty much XCOM, uh, a copy of XCOM with Marvel skins to a game, to, to a card game. People were like, I'm not sure. I'm, they, they were actually, you know, kind of hot on the game and wanted the game. We're like, I'm not sure. I want. I like the card aspect. They, they changed too much. So but people were getting lukewarm on it. Um, I don't think that and the game didn't do itself any favors that way. But it definitely seems like a fun game and I want to give it a shot. So yeah, yep. like I said, itching, you know, that trigger finger is itching. I kind of want to buy it right now, but I really shouldn't. <laughs> so yeah, holding yeah. off on that one for a bit, but I'm definitely going to play it probably this year. But not mm -hmm. before I finished God of War, because holy cow, I still haven't played God of War 2018. <laughs> I did. Back yeah, when I was first. I know you did. I know it, everybody says it's amazing. And I've tried to, don't get me wrong. I tried to play that game many, many times. I've started it on PS4 and my mm -hmm. PS4 just took off. Like literally, like like a freaking jet was in the room. I understand, yeah. And I, it, that annoyed me so much that I opened up my, PS, uh, my PS4. I cleaned out my PS4, you know, could clean the fans. Um, made sure it was dust free, put it back together. And it still sounded like a freaking jet engine. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to skip it for now. I'll play it later. I, I knew the PS5 was coming by that time. Uh, I had one ordered for day one. So I was like, okay, I'm fine. I'm going to play it on PS5. And when I when that happened, I actually didn't play it on PS5 because I started playing PS5 games. So mm -hmm. later on, <laughs> they, uh, yes, yeah, so I played Morales, which was a launch game. So that's what I played. And I'm not sure that Epic released game, that looter. I, I forgot the name. It was pretty mediocre, oh, but I played that yeah, as well. Uh, Godfall. Yeah, I finished Godfall. Oh. So so that, those were my launch games. I was like, yeah, okay, fine. Um, 
And then I actually moved into PC gaming, started streaming a little bit more, and I never got around to God of War. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, I bought the PC version. I started that, and I think I'm like five hours in, and then I started playing uh, Like a Dragon. And Like a Dragon, it literally took me 70 hours to beat, so that was a, that literally took me a couple of weeks. Yep. So God of War is again on the back burner, and I really need to finish that game this year. I tried to play it on Steam Deck. It looks like crap on Steam Deck. It runs on 30 frames, which is kind of okay. I'm 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 not that much of a stick when it comes to 30 or 60, but it just looks like crap. So I need to play it on my PC, and I just haven't been able to find the time. So I'm gonna maybe I'll play it on Twitch. Maybe I'm just gonna play it uh, leisurely, you know, in, in the studio here on the television. But I'm definitely going to play it this year. And after that, I'm going to play Ragnarok because I don't even own Ragnarok yet because I want to finish the first game before I actually start, you know, the sequel. So, yeah, God of War 2018, I kind of want to finish this year for sure. Yeah, I mean, that's also a game I want to pick up, Ragnarok. But, you know, I also kind of want to play it on PlayStation 5. Yeah, I, I wouldn't play that on PS4 because they already they already did it to Horizon. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, the, DLC. the yeah. DLC is not coming to PS4. And there's another game that uh, they announced DLC for uh, a few days ago. I'm not I sure. I'm there not was sure. an. Thought of more Ragnarok that they did that for. But was it Ragnarok already? I, I know that there's another game that's not going to get its DLC on PS4. It might be Ragnarok. I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah. But that might be the case. Because that was. Um, yeah, I, I did, they did say. For Horizon, that they won't, wouldn't do it a while back, and then oh, um, the news came out that for yeah. God of War, they wouldn't do it. Cyberpunk does the same thing. Cyber the the new DLC for Cyberpunk also con- just comes out on. Um, it's weird to call them st- to still call them next gen platforms, but on PS5 and Xbox Series. Yeah, I mean, they're current gen right now. Yeah, they're definitely current gen, but everybody still calls them next gen, which is mm-hmm. weird. But what, okay, two years? Yeah, it's it's been it's been freaking two years. Yeah. It's it's definitely yeah. So so they're not coming out on last gen. So um, yeah, they definitely. If you want to pick up Ragnarok, wait uh, for the PC version or pick it up on uh, PS5. Don't pick up a PS4 version because you won't be able to play the DLC, and that, that kind of sucks because I'm, I don't think there's a there's at least not a cheap upgrade path. I think you can upgrade your version. I'm not even sure about Ragnarok. Yeah, you can uh, upgrade Horizon. That, yeah. that they still did that. They wanted to charge you money for it, but they kind of got um, attacked because of that. Yeah, and I'm not sure about God of War. I haven't really looked into Ragnarok because I just couldn't afford it when it came out. So yeah, so yeah, they definitely pick Ragnarok up on PS5. Yeah, and then there's another one, and it's been sitting in my um, no, I'm in my game room. Literally, I have a physical copy of Super Mario RPG Legend of the Seven Stars. Is it? Yeah, I mm-hmm. think it's stars. Um, I still need to play that game. I, um, I actually bought an analog MT just to play that game. I still haven't. So yeah, I'm going to finish that game this year. I'm done with having that on my shelf and screaming at me for not playing it. I'm done with having my analog scream at me for not playing it. So yeah, Super Mario RPG fairly old game uh but it never got re-released uh except for once on wii u uh so there's no other way to get it 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 re- they re-released it once on wii u but yeah, they never did any other way it's so much fun and it's a shame they never re- uh, really did i mean they should either 
Isn't it on uh, the Switch? Uh, no, it's not. The, uh, no. No? They should really do that. They should, for sure. But they should also bring all the old Paper Mario games to Switch, and they just don't. Well, they brought True. 64, True. but they never brought the GameCube version. You know, They could have just released that. That would have been fine. Uh, yeah. So it's the same for are... Super Paper Mario. Yeah, they already have the SNES uh, stuff on the Switch anyway. So... Yeah, they, they should. Yeah, but this, this is, Super Mario RPG is kind of weird because it got developed by Square Soft back in the day. That's a very good point. Yeah, but so you know, it, it, it has some, right yeah, now. but it has some license issues. So I'm not really sure what's it's going on out. there. Yeah, they worked on a lot, ton of other Square Enix stuff right, right now. So they could work it out, but it might not be worth it. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm going to play the original cartridge. Uh, that's just mm-hmm. going to be fun. So yeah. uh, that's it. Well, they're, I, they're still near replicant, but I can't really talk about near replicant because, uh, well, I played near automata. It's one of my favorite games of all time. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know written near replicant is actually an older game uh, re-released. Which I own on PlayStation Three. I've never played it. I I really enjoyed that one. I do. I did pick up near automata a while back. I still haven't played that. It's fantastic. So it's really good. Near automata yeah. is fantastic. Definitely one of my favorite games. I tried to cheat uh, to cheese my way out of that. Uh, th- there's something happening in the end. And I knew it was going to happen. I tried to cheese my way out of it because I played the PC version. Trust me, that didn't work. I'm not going to um, elaborate on on what I did because that will definitely ruin the experience for you or anyone who hasn't played Near Automata. But yeah, <laughs> I, I tried to cheese the game. I've, I tried to outsmart it and it didn't work. Like, not at all. Yeah, do not underestimate Yoko Taro. I, sh- I will never again. No. And I mean, he's weird. He's brilliant. He's just all over the place, and it's amazing. Um, I've played uh, the Dragon Guard, Dragon, Dragon Card games, Dragon Guard. Yeah, I, I keep mispronouncing that game, Dragon Guard, and it is an experience. Yeah. It is definitely experience. And um, Near Replicant was, I think, one of his most normal games because the, the Dragon Guard games go bonkers at some point. And Near Automata is basically that continued. Yeah. Yeah, but then with his sci fi. Yeah. Thing. It's all set in the same worlds, I think. They're all connected somehow. It's, yeah. Kingdom Hearts got nothing on that, actually. <laughs> Still like Kingdom Hearts, though. I mean, it's good. Kingdom Hearts is fun. It's yeah. just, I mean, people complain that it's so convoluted and there's so, lo- so, many, so many stories. And, I mean, if you look at Dragon Guard, Dragon Guard is going, it's wow. Yeah. I mean, if you want crazy things out there, that one is, especially Dragon Guard 3. I mean, these came out on PlayStation 2 back then. I do see that it got released on Switch, though. I never knew that. Dragon Guard? God, God, I never it says platforms either. and it says PS2, mobile, PS3, Xbox 360, PlayStation 4, mm-hmm. Microsoft Windows, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. Huh. Okay. Guess I'll have to look that up. But um, yeah, uh, Dragon Guard is, yeah, it's it's a precursor for uh, Nier Automata, basically. Yeah. And, it's kind of weird uh, because they're talking about Nier Automata. Um, because it's part of the. I guess they're connected, and that's why Switch is there. 
mm, because Automata uh, came out on Switch. So the, yeah. the old Dragon Guard games were just PS2. Uh, two of them are PS2 games, Dragon Guard 1 and 2, and then mm -hmm. Dragon Guard 3 is there, but it's a PS3 game. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, they, they Their Metacritics are terrible, I have to say. Oh, they're weird and really difficult to play games. Yeah. Like I, I know the gameplay is 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 yeah hack and slash stuff just but there's also some aerial combat and uh yeah rpg leveling mechanics of course but it's not it's not easy to control to be honest like it, it, it barely got 60 on metacritic for the first one it got below 60 on the second one and the third one got 61 so yeah it's it's, it's, it's low 60s things. Yep, they're weird games that people didn't really get them at the time. I mean, the stories, like I said, they are bizarre. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Never played those. Mm -hmm. no, never but, did. Uh, Near Replicant has also, uh, ne next to the Hack and Slash Combat, it also has uh, a lot of some of the other stuff you see in Near Automata. But Near Automata just basically ups the uh, percentage of weirdness and different gameplay styles on that. It just yeah. completely ups the ante. Nice. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I guess we ran through our list of bucket, uh, of bucket list games for 2023. I mean, yeah, these are games that we definitely want to finish this year. Yeah. Uh, so are there any others uh, that pop into your head right now? I mean, I still have some games that I'm very far into. But haven't really finished yet, which is uh, I, I started with uh, Scarlet Nexus on Game Pass. Um, yeah, but I currently own it on uh, Steam as well, so I figured I might as well play it on Steam. Mm -hmm. um, and I was about at the same level as no, at, no, not as far as on the Game Pass, but uh, I think I, I think it's, they took it off Game Pass now. Scarlet Nexus, so I can't really play it anyway. It uh, might but be. Like I said, but, but like I said, my um, GPU isn't working anymore, so I can't really play it at the moment. Which is a shame, because I really enjoyed Scarlet Nexus. Um, I also still have to finish Final Fantasy XII. I did finish it years ago on PlayStation 2. And then someone, I still don't know who, sent me the um, updated version for PlayStation 4. And um, I got very far, but never finished it. I really enjoyed Final Fantasy twelve though. It's uh I remember you getting it. you you asked me if I bought you that Final Fantasy twelve. Yeah, I'm I, like, no dude. You know I buy you know I get you games of any, uh on occasion, but mostly they're just Steam gifts. <laughs> and yep. so I mean, yeah, it, was, I, it wasn't me. It was just a game and envelope, and I'm like, I don't get how who or what happened. So <laughs> But um, that is still on my list. But um, what else? Uh, Nina Kuni 2. Like a lot of RPGs, I, I tend to play very far in RPGs and then stop at a certain point and then do other stuff. And then, you know, that ha happens. Then you're just done. Yeah, I, I, I know that feeling. Yeah. Well, not really done, done. I still want to finish them at some point, but you have to be in the mood, I guess. Yeah, but then they fall to the sidelines, and by the time you pick it up, you're like, I have no idea where the heck I'm going, what the heck I was doing, and why is this combat system so weird? And then you just stop playing them. At least that's what happens to me when I don't play for an RPG uh, yeah, I mean, consecutively. I, I have, yeah, personally, I don't have that issue. 
I never had really had that issue with getting back into games. Good um, for you. Never said that. I mean, I'm 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 not a good, you know, gamer in that sense that I'm a hardcore gamer. I do tend to, um, you know, just mill about doing stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm not a hardcore gamer any in any sense of the way. Um, I don't. I like fighting games like Tekken and Virtua Fighter. Um, Virtua Fighter is one that I got deepest into, I think. But uh, I don't. I'm not like other players that you know go deep into how many frames a move is and that sort of stuff. That's never been my thing. Um, and I personally, I really prefer single player games anyway. So it's easier to pick up RPGs in that sense, I guess. Um, one other game I'm very close to finishing actually is. Um, well, the expansion to Horizon. Uh, I finished Horizon years ago as well. Frozen Wastes, right? Yeah. Yeah, Frozen Wastes is the uh, is the is the expansion, and um, I really enjoy it. And uh, I'm, I'm very close to finishing it, like very very close. And um, after that, uh, I wanted to start with uh, Lost Judgment or Persona Five Royal. I'm really not sure which one. So, because <laughs> I did finish like a dragon a, a while back, and after that I wanted to start with uh, Persona Five Royal, but some other stuff came up, and I got Vampire Survivors, and then <laughs> I put a lot of time into Vampire Survivors. Oh yeah, that's uh, definitely a problem for me as well. Vampire Survivors just—it's still mm-hmm. well. I have to say, I've, I've, I kind of kicked Vampire Survivors. Um. But I, find, I think I have a good 20 hours into that game. And mm-hmm. on occasion, I still pick it up. But right now, I'm just... It's, it's usually the game I pick up on my Steam Deck. And right now, I... Well, the Humble Bundle just dropped. So I played some different games. Right. Yeah. Plus, I got Cold of the Lamb a little while ago. So I'm actually enjoying that one. Very fun also game. My, uh, yeah. Also still on my wish list, basically. Fantastic uh, game. Yeah. I did get um, Subnautica Below Zero recently as a gift for Christmas mm-hmm. from someone I know, and uh, very thankful for that because I'm very far into Subnautica, so I still want to finish that as well, but it's not really on my bucket list. Um, but, uh, I mean, in, insofar you can finish it because there's also a creative mode that you can do anything in, which is really great, you know, building your own underwater base and and building a huge mech so that you can, you know, walk around on the sea bottom, on the sea floor, sea bottom, <laughs> bottom of the sea floor, mm-hmm. I guess. And um, I'm also playing uh, Satisfactory with a, with another friend, which is a lot of fun. Um, it's fun to figure out how to make uh, some stuff work and get, you know, make a make a well oiled uh, factory basically. Very satisfying factory. Ha ha. Sorry. Had to. Um, <laughs> yeah, too. <laughs> yeah, I had to. Get me helped. Uh, Astro Near is also one that I am still not um, done with, which is another survival slash uh, construction game, which is, um, I like the style. It's, they're doing a lot of fun with uh, fun stuff with the, uh, the style of the game and they're expanding on the story. Um, yeah, it's um, there's, there's still a, t- a ton of games that I want to play and finish this year. Sure. But most of them I'm very far into right now. 
Okay, but that's about the games we have. Let's start talking about the games that are coming out next year or this year, not next year, this year. Yeah, yeah. And well, um, tentatively, right? <laughs> tentatively, yeah. Some of them uh, might slip uh, into next year. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. All right. So up this up for this month, uh, the one I'm definitely looking forward to is Fire Emblem Engage. The previews just dropped like this week, and people are really, um, I think people really like it. Most of it is positive. Some people are talk are talking about that the combat is a little bit easier than what they expect from a Fire Emblem. Uh, other well, other people actually talk that it's very difficult and it's very much into uh, strategy. People were only able to uh, play the first eight chapters of the game, uh, so there's plenty more to come. And yeah, I think the the buzz is mostly positive, so I'm definitely looking for, looking forward to it. It's going to be moving away from uh, the school setting and the uh, the social aspect, and it's going to more move apparently more into the battle aspect and actual war uh, warfaring. So that's going to be fun. I can't wait yeah, to play like, that like game, the classic, like the classic games, yeah. basically. More like the classic games. Obviously, you're going to meet all the classic characters because you can kind of summon them and they will fight for you and stuff like that. So that's pretty cool. So yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of fun there, and I'm I'm looking forward to that game for sure. Another yeah, one I'm looking. Yeah. Okay. Continue. Sorry, I haven't I haven't picked up uh, three hero uh, three heroes yet. Three houses. Sorry, yeah. three heroes is the um, Dynasty Warriors like game. Yeah, uh, which is also on my list, but you know, to, to actually get for the Switch, I got a Switch last year finally, so yay! I'm gonna have to do a lot of um, yeah, you have up. you have to play some catch up. I have but, to play uh, a lot of catching up, but um, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely on my list. There were three houses, uh, but I did really enjoy the older uh, Fire Emblem games, so this one is. Really not not really on my list right now, but I will definitely try and pick it up this year. Yeah. Now, it's, since I know you like the Destiny, uh, the Dynasty Warrior type games, this mm -hmm. is definitely uh, one that you could leave to the sidelines and play Free Houses first, and then play Free Hopes, because Free Hopes is fantastic. Hopes, yeah. It was not three <laughs> no Free Hopes, but Free Hopes yeah. is pretty long in the tooth. I kind of hated that game by the end uh, because you were doing. Because I, I pretty much wanted to do everything, so every single optional battle I did, and it's a lot of fun. But it started to take a freaking while. I mean, those are the Dynasty Warriors games. They take yeah. a lot of time to. Uh, I, I enjoy the. Uh, and speaking of games coming this year, I'm a big One Piece fan, and I really love the One Piece Pirate Warriors games. But I'm mostly looking forward uh, to the uh, One Piece Odyssey game that is coming this month. And there's a demo coming next week, so I'm definitely gonna try and play that. It's just one or two hours of the of the of mm -hmm. the entire game, and the save can uh, save file can uh, can transfer to the uh, full game. So that's definitely one uh, I want to pick up this year as well. Yeah, it's an RPG, I... one piece RPG. That's something people have wanted for years now. So yeah. instead of an, it's another action game, and I'm glad they're finally do, finally doing it. Good stuff. Mm -hmm. So another one I'm looking forward to is Persona 3. We already talked about Persona 5 Royal, but Persona 3 Portable is coming to probably Switch. I'm probably not going to pick it up on Switch. I'm going to pick it up on Steam. 
uh, to play on my Steam Deck. But yeah, I'm, um, they're also going to upgrade Persona 4 Golden. It's going to get a free upgrade featuring um, dynamic saves, so you can save anywhere. No need for save points. The resolution will be up. They will probably change a little bit of the audio. Uh, they will just put it up to snap completely for free for people who already own Persona 4. Uh, I obviously have to buy Persona 3 Portable, but I'll happily do that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, some... If you own the PlayStation 2, you won't get those upgrades, of course. Obviously, you have to need... <laughs> well, maybe. You, you could ask no. them, but no. Yeah. You also won't get the upgrades if you own the Vita version. Otherwise, I would have probably gotten the upgrade yeah. on that one, but no. And but I own... Game Pass, by the way. They are coming to Game Pass, yes. I've, I've looked at Game Pass a little while ago. They are uh, slated for Game Pass actually on the release date itself, and which will be the 19th. So that's... Uh, little less than two weeks from now mm-hmm. yep. so yeah so if you want to check them out you can check them out on game pass uh i'm definitely gonna go I'm not gonna go game pass route but yeah good stuff so uh let's see i think that's it for january for me i don't think there's another game in january but february is absolutely freaking crazy it's it's nuts <laughs> there's so much stuff coming out in february this year Yep. One one game for January that I, I'm very much interested in. Um I wasn't at first. At first I was like, um I'm not really sure how this is gonna work correctly. And um but I think that uh Forspoken might be a fun game. From what I've, I've seen of the previews and that sort of stuff, I've watched a lot of videos and I don't know, it just feels good. They get so, the demo. I played the demo and I'm I'm not sold on that game. No, that might, yeah, I haven't tried the demo yet. So the, um, com- the controls were weird. What I heard afterwards was I heard uh, Nate uh, talk about it. Nate the Hate. He mm-hmm. talked about if you actually change the controls, it's going to be a lot better. And uh-huh. I was like, I might want to go back into the demo, but I already yeah. uninstalled it and didn't feel like reinstalling. So I might give it a shot. I don't think it's a sixty dollar game though, or a sixty euro game. I yeah. think it's a if it well, when it reaches around around the thirty, I'll probably pick it up because it it did look good and the combat felt like it could be good, but the controls just weren't there. But apparently they're completely customizable, and there are definitely better control schemes than the 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 one that Square Enix wants you to use. Also, it's it's one of the games that isn't uh, cross compatible. So, I mean, we've had a couple of game, a lot of games that were uh, coming out for PlayStation Four and PlayStation Five, like One Piece Odyssey, sure. of course. Yeah. But um, I think it's one of the uh, few games that is not no longer coming to PlayStation Four and just for PS Five in this case, and uh, it's exclusive for PC and P- PlayStation Five for a while. Yeah. So, it, yeah. the, the only thing that's uh, the game is not pretty to me and that's because they use so like the spells they look great but most mm-hmm. of it is just particle effects the problem is you're also in a sandy area that has a lot of sand particles or everything just looks washed out very gray and uh very dirty for i'm, I'm not sure how to uh how to say it otherwise it just looks it's ugly, but not because the character models are ugly or because the world is ugly, just because the particle system is so much there and they're overdo- overusing it so much that it actually makes the game look grimy and ugly. 
Hmm. And hopefully that okay. will change and you will get different sceneries and it will look way better. But I, 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 I didn't like the way the demo looked. So, yeah, that, 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 that's why I'm like, okay, that, there's something interesting there in Forspoken for sure. And I can see the appeal. I just, hmm. well, I'm just going to try it when it's a little bit cheaper. And, uh, so I'll pick it up when it's on sale, which, let's be honest, for nowadays happens quite uh, quite fast. So. It's oh, yeah. probably just going to be a few months. Yeah, I mean, I mean by the time I can pick uh, pick up a PlayStation Five, I you know, you can get first spoke for for twenty bucks for sure, something like that. Yeah, twenty thirty bucks. Yeah, or euros in our case. <laughs> yeah, or euros. Now uh, nowadays the euro and the dollar are pretty much the same. Oh well, mm-hmm. at least you know, yeah, they they they're worth about the same. Yeah. Uh, so, like I said, February is absolutely packed for me. So there's uh, Feeder Rhythm Final Bar Line. I love the Feeder Rhythm games. I've imported uh, Feeder Rhythm Encore from Japan. Nice. That's how much I love them. I played the Japanese version. Uh, they used to be 3DS games. Um, mm-hmm. There might have actually been a DS game uh, before that. I'm not really sure. I think the first one might have been a DS game. And the second uh, one was a 3DS game. Of, um... There's a lot of musical games on, on DS. Yeah. So so the, their rhythm games, they have these uh, basically old Final Fantasy t- uh, tunes. There's a leveling system in there. You can grab some items. Most of it is just fluff. It doesn't really matter if you're good at you know rhythm and you can keep up. Then it's fun. So uh, there's a version coming to Switch. It's coming out in February. If I remember correctly, it's February 16th. And I'm definitely um, looking to pick that up. I love my rhythm games. Just once in a while, I'm just going to go ham on those. Um, play through it. Uh, I love the I love Final Fantasy as a whole. So having you know the, the music in a game is absolutely a plus for me. I pretty much know all the songs. It's, I literally follow a Spotify list with just Final Fantasy songs. So yeah. It's uh, it, it's my kind of jam. The other thing that's coming out is Like a Dragon Isha. I don't know a lot oh, yeah. about it. I love Like a Dragon, but this one is completely different. It's It takes mm-hmm. place in uh, Fuel Japan, so mm-hmm. you might want to have something to say about that one. Yeah. Um, so the original uh, Ishin game came out for PlayStation 3. Yeah. Uh, it never got ported to... Um, our, our country um, it, it it never left japan it, it stayed in the west or yeah, it never exactly. it never got to the to the west it stayed in japan because um i think no uh, ishin i think is the second game actually that came out for playstation 4 um there's the first game came out for playstation 3 but had some very questionable storylines uh, because it was based on something that happened in uh yeah real japanese history these these are basically games using character models from uh, and voices from uh, the Yakuza series and place them in Feudal Japan in different roles, basically. And um, they're a lot of fun, um, very uh, heavy on old school Japanese uh, things. So yeah, they did, they never decided, they decided to never port them to, uh, you know, other countries um, because of that. But I'm glad they are doing it with, uh, with this game, um, which is a surprise, to be honest, when it was first announced, because um, I was never expecting, no, nobody was expecting them to actually still uh, do something with the Ishin games. Um, but 
with the resurgence or basically the, um, well, not really resurgence, but the, the sudden growth in popularity of the Yakuza games, um, now like a dragon, of course, in the future. Yeah. Um, they, they, you know, they suddenly, suddenly saw that, that it was going to happen anyway, I guess. So there was a, a, a lot, there's a lot of people asking for it still. Um, nobody was really, like I said, nobody was really expect, expecting it, but uh, glad they did go for this um, for Ishin. And um, well, now we got to wait for maybe we're going to get Kenzen as well, which is the oh, first game. Yeah, you're probably not going to get Kenzen because of the issues. But uh, in, I just looked it up, in Ishin, you're actually playing uh, Ryoma Sakamoto. Uh, mm-hmm. which is uh, a real character who uh, who had a big role to play back in um, the the late Edo period in Japan. So that's really cool. Yeah. And Kenzen, uh, yeah, that's that, that has some uh, actually, I can't questionable believe, stuff. Yeah, yeah. That has some questionable yeah. stories. Very questionable stories. Uh, well, at least one very questionable storyline. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, I mean, it happened. It's it's a real part of history, but I'm not sure they want to port that over to the West. Want to put that on display? Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Um, maybe if enough people buy Ishin, they might bring Ken, uh, Kenson over. But we'll see. Reworked but, probably in some parts, but oh know. yeah, for sure. But they cool. did that with the other Yakuza games as well. Like just some of it is reworked nowadays. They don't do that, but back when. Uh, I think Yakuza 2 and 3 came out. They reworked those as well. Um, I think it was 3 and 4 that they removed some stuff like Mahjong and, and that sort of stuff from the uh, from the game. And there was a lot of comments on that. Um, it also wasn't very popular back then. So um, they didn't really want to port Yakuza 5. Um, but it was asked by a lot of PlayStation gamers. Yeah, so they, uh, so they did a digital only release, right? That's if yeah. I remember correctly. They did a digital only release, and it, it was only until um, the you know sudden popularity boom for Yakuza Zero that they decided to port um, all the other games to PlayStation Four and other platforms and uh, remastered them basically, and that's how we got five on disc with the collection. Yeah, of Yakuza Three, Four, and Five. To be fair, Yakuza Zero is the one that got me into the Yakuza line. You you told me to try the games before, and I uh, oh, I couldn't yeah. get into yeah. it. And you were like, "Yeah, you were like they're really good." And I'm like, "Yeah, but it's it's just not for me." Mm-hmm. And then I tried Zero, and I I remember texting you like, "This game is fantastic. Every um, yep. every sub story is meaningful. There's no fluff. Everything is fantastic. Everything is hard." And yep. I didn't see that um, from the Yakuza line until I played Zero, and after since I've been uh, I've been hooked. I played most of them. I still haven't played three, four, and five. I still need to play those. I do have the uh, the collection you just talked about, so I actually have five on disc now. Mm-hmm. But I still need to play them. Yeah. Um, and I, I sorry, go ahead. I highly recommend everyone to check out Yaku- the Yakuza games. They're fantastic. You can play them on Game Pass. You can play them on uh, PlayStation Now. They're available there. Uh, they are great games to play th- uh, to go through. And if you own a PC, they're on uh, they're on the Steam sale often, and ju- you can just pick them up for a few bucks. They're they're pretty cheap. Oh yeah, they're they're they're. I mean, I've been a big Yakuza fan ever since the first game, and the first game. 
even had Mark Hamill as Majima. Yeah, I remember that. Bizarre, kind of. Um, I've, I've never been a big fan of um, dubbing things in English when it's set in Japan. No, I, I played I played the Jap- Japanese version. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's the the, the like a dragon, for instance, has a very good English dub, um, and I think Persona Five does as well. But like I said, everything that's set in Japan, basically with Japanese people, is mostly played in Japanese for me. I, I, I same with anime and that sort of stuff. I'm a big fan of watching things in the original language. So yeah. um, that is so much better for me. So I, same I for me. The, the the weird thing is though that I didn't do it with Persona Five. Persona Five is still played in English. And yeah. like I said, it's very good. It is very good in English. Uh, yeah. I met Mercer's. That is one of the voice there, uh, voices. You know, then there are a lot of good uh, voice actors in that game. So there's oh, yeah. there is definitely talent there, and it's mm-hmm. also talent that understands how to handle Japanese uh, culture. Mm-hmm. You know, so so that that helps. Mm-hmm. For a dragon, they used um, Kaiji uh, Von Tang, as he calls himself on uh, mm-hmm. on uh, Twitter and, uh, and and other places. And he is such a force to be reckoned with in that regard. He he is Ichiban in um in uh, the English dub for Ichiban in Yakuza Like a Dragon, and he's just really good. So that's definitely something to uh, to experience at least once. You don't really have to play the entire game in English, but um, I, I like I said, I prefer uh, Japanese in this case. But mm-hmm. he did such a good job. That's that's basically you know. I'm a big Yakuza fan, so I'm yep. really looking forward to that one. And also, probably like a Dragon Gaiden, uh, the man who raised his name. Yeah, I don't know anything about that one. Uh, when we went through this list of what we're going to talk about, you mentioned Gaiden, and I watched the trailer, and I was like, I completely missed this one. I have no idea what that no, one is about. It, yeah, it was a surprise announcement. I don't think anyone was expecting a new Kiryu game, but it's just a new Kiryu game set between six and seven, I think. So that seems is, to be, yeah. Yeah. So that's going to be interesting. Yeah. Uh, it, be- it seems like a Dragon Gaiden uh, bridges the gaps between Yakuza 6, Yakuza Like a Dragon, and Yakuza 8 from the perspective yeah. of former series protagonist Kazuma Kiryu. Yeah. They're not done with Kiryu yet. Definitely. So, yeah. It's, um, and it, it, it's pro- it probably um, came about because a lot of people were asking why they were getting another yakuza game or like a dragon game in this case with um rpg an rpg system mm-hmm. and not more action with more kiryu or whatever um but, but they then, did uh, say uh I, I remember them saying that the action games were the judgment games from now on and that you know well, like well, a dragon actually moved into uh, a more yeah. rpg uh mm-hmm. combat system yeah, but you know, because the main protagonist, of course, of like a dragon, is uh, doing the, um, you know, he sees every battle as an RPG battle. Yeah, he he, he pretends everything <laughs> is Dragon Quest, and yeah. they actually reference Dragon Quest a lot. Yeah, I mean, it's fun to see uh, publishers um, work together on stuff like that. Um, I have the Project X Zone games on, uh, I think DS or 3DS. And they are fun. That's they were DS games. Uh, 
Yeah, I, yeah, it could be. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to look that up real quick. Sorry, but um, they basically threw together a lot of um, characters from uh, no 3ds and um, Project Cross Zone. I said X Zone, but it's Project Cross Zone, and it's between Bandai Namco. Uh, Capcom and Sega and all those characters, including Kiryu uh, and Majima, are in those games and uh, they fight together. It's a tactical uh, uh, game, um, <clears throat> RPG, basically, and it has um, Phoenix Wright uh, from the Ace Attorney series. It has um, Kiryu, like I said, um, and also a lot of characters from the uh, Tales RPGs from Bandai Namco and it's you know Ulala is in there yeah Space Channel 5 <clears throat> uh, Dante it's a fantastic cross uh, crossover I've oh yeah yeah they're also kind of collectible nowadays like the the, the prices are mm-hmm. like 60 bucks so that's yeah, uh, they're not, quite collectible yeah and it's fun it's it's just a lot uh, it's, it's just a ton of fun and you can make special teams um between the characters, but um, the the crossover between um, publishers like that is always interesting to me because, you know, we've seen some of them work together, even though they're rivals at some points, um, like Virtua Fighter and uh, Tekken were uh, rivals, but stuff like, you, you can find stuff in Tekken from Virtua Fighter right now. Yeah. And years ago, you had these console wars and that sort of stuff. So for me, that is kind of crazy yeah the console wars are kind of back though but we're not going to go into that today <laughs> no not going to go into that because i'm not a big fan of console wars no but so, we're, they're, they're they're kind of back like and, and it's it's not on the consumer side it's mostly on the company sides that are currently oh, uh, yeah yeah facing like each said, other but, i but, mean forspoken is is one of those games that is exclusive for playstation 5 but i think it's also coming out to xbox at some point but I'm not it's sure. Just temporary right. exclusive, so we'll see. So uh, back to the list. Um, so PSVR two is launching in February. I'm kind of looking forward to getting that. I might not get it okay. in February, but um, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Octopath Traveler two is coming out in February, which is the first game was fantastic. I didn't finish it. I got bored with it, but it looked fantastic. Mm. It played fantastic. Um. I, I, pick up the I I need to replay it. It was a good game. Um, I think I just tried to do too much. Like I I tried to run. Eventually, you just unlock every character, and I tried to level every character, and it 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 got away from me there. So I, I might have to play that and just go through it. Mm-hmm. So so that's it for my February lineup. So Octopath mm-hmm. is in there. I know that there's another game in there. Um, um, I'm looking me, forward to. I'm not sure. Yeah. So February, for you, uh, we al- we already talked about uh, like a dragon in Shin, which is also on my mm-hmm. list, of course. So, um, but um, I got two other games that are quite different. Uh, one of them is Atomic Heart, which is a first-person shooter, which looks absolutely bizarre. Um, it has this weird Soviet sci-fi aesthetic to it, with r- r- bizarre robots that become you know, dangerous, and it's very uh, a lot of action in there. Kind of looks like a bullet hell. I'm not sure about that, but um, it it has amazing music from Mick Gordon, who is also uh, who's also done the Doom soundtracks. Um, 
Well, kind of looks good though. I'm I'm looking at some GeForce for uh, 4K RTX footage and looks great. It looks really good. It's also coming to Game Pass. Um, so you know, if you have Game Pass, look forward to that one because it's it's a looks really good for a first person shooter. Um, and another game is very much unexpected when it was announced, which is Wild Hearts, and that is. Um, surprisingly being published by EA as an EA Originals game. It's developed by Megaforce, which is mostly known for their work on the Dynasty Warriors games. Yeah. They and, did Hyrule Warriors. They did uh, Fire Emblem Warriors. They, most, they mostly handle the uh, the third-party Dynasty Warrior type games. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, um, yeah, so Mega Warriors, uh, Warriors of War 2, Dynasty Warriors Gundam, one Piece Pirate Warriors, it's all Omega Force. And um, they they have done a lot of stuff. And which is surprising that they're, they're doing the Wild Hearts now, um, which is basically um, a kind of a sequel to... Uh, what was it? Uh, there's a lot of people talking about it. I can't remember the name right now. Um, I would call this something else, though. I would definitely call this oh, uh, EA's Monster Hunter game. game. Yeah, it definitely is. But there's another game, Tok. I can't remember the name. I talked about it in the past. Um, the name really eludes me, but it's a very good uh, Monster Hunter fantasy, um, well, a little more Japanese centered uh, Monster Hunter kind of game. Yeah. From you know, also from um, Great Tecmo. Yeah, so, good I, stuff. The name eludes me right now, and I can't stand that. <laughs> I got that. So next up, was, sorry, <laughs> um, the Resident Evil Four remake is coming out in March. It's also going to have VR support for our PSVR friends, for VR two friends. So that's going to be fantastic. So that's probably going to be fantastic. Resident Evil 4 is still one of the best Resident Evil games, uh, at least critically uh, acclaimed Resident Evil games. I'm not sure if it's my favorite, but it's it's a good game. So I'm looking forward to playing Resident Evil 4, although I still haven't played Finish, uh, Village. I still haven't played Village. That's actually, uh, wow. I just realized that should be on my bucket list. So yeah, maybe for next Halloween, I guess. Um, that's it for, for March, though. There are no big March games. Yeah, isn't Village also getting VR support? Or am yeah. I wrong about that? Uh, Village is getting VR supports as well, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to play as VR. Oh, it's going to be terrifying to play in VR. I'm, I'm no. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> not sure that's going to be a thing I'll be doing. I'm, I'm not that great with horror games in general, and... VR horror games? I'm not. They're, they're going to be way up too close to my face. I'm, I'm not sure I'm going to like that. No, that might not be for me. We'll see. So another game that that comes out is Bayonetta Origins. I've seen the trailer. Uh, it looks weird, and I was expecting it to be like a thirty dollar game, but it's actually a full priced retail sixty dollar Bayonetta game. Yeah, and I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't expecting it to be uh, a full-priced game. And it doesn't look to me like it should be a full-priced game. I might be wrong. No. It it also feels like fairly close to Bayonetta 3's release, so it might be a little bit Bayonetta overkill if they, you know, gave it a year. Yeah, I, I would have been more okay with it, I guess. 
it is definitely a, a different kind of game. It looks to oh, me yeah. more like an uh, like an action RPG in the style of uh, like Nino Kuni and that sort of stuff. Yeah, and I, it's face look of it. And it, it looks more like the, like a fairy tale than it actually does, uh, mm-hmm. like a regular Bayonetta game. It's different yeah. for sure, but I'm uh, that I'm not sure. The art style just screams indie to me, and not sixty dollar full retail triple A video game. But it, that that might be me. Like l- let's be honest, I paid sixty bucks for um, the artsy fartsy remake of. Uh, of this of Zelda, so yeah. I mean, uh, which one? The first remake of Wind Waker. No, no, Wind no. Waker. Um, <laughs> why is this name elude me? Yeah, I had the same thing with the other game. Um, with, uh, Link to the Past. Maybe? Yeah, no, it's not Link to the Past. It's the uh, it's Link's Awakening. That's the one. Uh, Link's Awakening. Right. Holy cow! Yeah. Okay, you need to cut this down, buddy. <laughs> 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 this is just dumb. So yeah, uh, Link's Awakening, the Arts of Party version of Link's Awakening, which doesn't look like it should be a $60 game either, which it obviously is. I had no problem paying for that. So it might just be that you know Bayonetta isn't as high on my list uh, that I would consider a spinoff of a full game, but I guess it could be, and it might be interesting. I'm, I'm interested to see more from the game because I don't understand what it's actually going to be. The trailer didn't really tell me. And I'm not that much into Bayonetta's lore that I actually understand what was happening there. So it it, it didn't pull me in. But yeah, when I heard it was it was a sixty dollar game instead of like a thirty dollar download, um, it, it it felt kind of weird to me. It's it's kind of surprising, yeah. But it might be a very good game. I don't know. So we'll have to wait and see. Maybe they might they might hopefully they re- they'll release a demo or something. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. And um, so the next on the list, uh, the next on the list would be for me uh, in April uh, would be uh, Star Trek Resurgence. I haven't heard anything about the game, so tell me about it. <laughs> All right. So Star Trek Resurgence is basically a Telltale uh, style game from the original Telltale uh, developers, I think. Yep, not the new, um, not the new Telltale. And it was supposed to come out last year, but it's now been postponed to April 2023. Uh, it's from developer Dramatic Labs, and it follows a new yeah, story in, set in the Star Trek universe. And it's, you know, like I said, basically one of those Telltale type uh, adventure games, story games. Um, it's going to be a full release, no episode content uh, from what I understand. Which is a blessing. Uh, yep. And, you know, just a lot of branching storylines. So, um, and different gameplay styles this time around compared to the other games. So, you can get uh, phaser fights, uh, scanning with your tricorder. There's some stealth aspects. Um, um, I think you also, you can also pilot a shuttle at some point. Um, and what's funny about this is, is that um, well, it's coming to Epic Game Store at, at first. So, no Steam release, unfortunately. Um, but it's also going to PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, Xbox Series X, and S. And it is basically set after the um, Next Generation films. It actually has old Spock, doesn't it? Like um, Leonard Nimoy's Spock. I'm not sure. Sh- yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think he's uh, he's in there. Um, so, But not just Spock, but there's, there's definitely going to be more characters than just Spock, of course. Um, and other fan favorites will 
of course make their uh appearance cool and uh what's funny is that there's also a comic book series uh out right now i think there's like three issues two or three issues out um that tie into the uh that tie into the game or basically it's set before the game i think but uh yeah it's um it's gonna be good i think it's definitely something um I'm looking forward to. So yeah, okay. that's on my list. Seems anyone. cool. It, it wasn't on my list, but I might put it on mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a big Star Trek fan, so when I was first, I like Telltale games. So yeah, I mm-hmm. might want to play that. Okay, so we're gonna move on to May, um, which probably this game is May as well, right? Star Trek. No, Star Trek is still April. So we're going to move on to May. In May, we're going to have Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League come out, which Mm -hmm. seems like an interesting game, although there is some uh, speculation that the game might be fairly short since they showed us the trailer and you basically went from defeating the Flash into instantly fighting Batman, uh, which makes people think like, oh, is this literally going from boss to boss? Isn't there really much gameplay in between? We'll see. Batman might get away because it was actually basically the Kevin Conroy reveal that he actually did the Batman's yeah. voice. One more time, you know, before he passed. Yeah. So that so that might be uh that might be the reason that, that it was edited like that, that it gave off uh the vibe of being kind of a um a short game with uh, very few content in between, you know, just uh, fighting Justice League members. But we'll we'll see how that turns out. Still, it's Rocksteady game. I love what Rocksteady did in the past. Every single game they created so far, especially the Batman games, I've played all of them uh, close to completion. I was so sick of Riddler trophies at the end that I didn't actually complete the final game. But yeah, I'm pretty close to completion. Um, I love them, so I can't wait to see what they actually do with uh, Suicide Squad Kilting Justice League. And I'm hoping to find out in May. Yeah, well, it's also my list, but I don't think it's going to be short. Um, I don't. I do notice they switched from the uh, first-person perspective to a third-person action perspective, which is, you know, really the best choice they could have made. Um considering the dynamic gameplay for characters like Harley Quinn and um, the big, you know, King Shark, which mm-hmm. I love King Shark. He's just the, he's just the best, um, especially in the Harley Quinn cartoon. I'm not sure if you've seen the Harley Quinn cartoon, but I've seen it's, parts. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. It's over the top. It's bloody. It's uh, it's just fun. And um but you know they have different traversal styles. It's definitely open world, mm-hmm. uh, so that is good. And I think you know the Batman teaser was just that—a teaser. He'll you'll come back to him later. I think he might get away. That that's that's kind of what I'm hoping. But I'm, yeah. I'm just saying that there was some discourse on the internet that the game might mm-hmm. be short, and I'm I'm not really buying into that because I'm. Oh. They haven't really made a short game. Like I think they're short. The, even considering uh, Batman: Arkham Asylum, which you could consider a short game because it's like twelve to thirteen hours at most. Uh, it, it's, it still didn't feel like a short game. It, it felt well fleshed out. So I'm not expecting Suicide Squad to be uh, really, uh, really that short. But we'll see. Um, I mean, then, yeah, action packed game than the Batman games. Batman oh yeah, for sure. Action, but it's most mostly a stealth game. This is definitely just. I mean, I get. I'm getting kind of um, 
what do you what was that game from Insomniac? Uh, Sunset Overdrive. I With, hope not uh, because I hated Sunset Overdrive. Oh no, I, you know, yeah, I get that. I really enjoyed it, the, especially the movement and that sort of stuff. So looking, the at, traversal was definitely fun. Uh, shooting was yeah. definitely fun. I really, I hated the base building. I really hated. Oh, I understand. It. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm I'm not into tower defense games, so once I get a game thrown in front of me that I'm actually really enjoying the combat of, I'm really enjoying the traversal, the world itself, it's, it was fun and colorful, but then you throw tower defense stuff at me, I'm done. Yeah, I tried it a few times, I failed a few times because I'm terrible at planning these this, that kind of stuff out, and I, I just quit. Yeah. But I don't see see that happening with uh, with the Suicide Squad. So if it's going to be, you know, the traversal and action and over the top, you know, just fun and banter of Sunset Overdrive, because that's what was really good. Um, yeah, then I'm all down for this game. Yeah, I'm kind of hoping it's going to go more the uh, infamous kind of route. You know the, the infamous the infamous games. They they were third person shooters. They were action games. They didn't have any of the tower defense kind of stuff obviously you had to defend some areas but it was never tower defense kind of so um i'm kind of hoping that it's it's gonna have that vibe and i would be really happy if it does okay mm -hmm. uh moving on to um i guess the final game uh we're gonna name this time and that would be uh, uh final two games i have two more games on my list one of them is diablo 4 Diablo 4, it looks fantastic. I love Diablo 3. I've played it uh, till nauseum. I have hundreds of hours in that game. Um, <laughs> we've played it together. We've, we, I, I played with my wife. We create hardcore characters, and we, we try to make it as far as we can, and then we die, and we have to do... Uh, do it all over again. Uh, it happened a few times to you that you died, and we actually speed ran you in a couple of minutes back to level eighty, and we would be up and running again. So yeah, that, that's what we did. It's level seventy, by the way, 80. not eighty. It's level seventy. There's there's no level yeah. eighty. Uh -huh. But yeah, um, th that was a lot of fun. I enjoyed that, and I can't wait to play uh, Diablo Four. So hopefully in June, uh, and it's gonna be cross play. So. You my brother plays Diablo 4, he plays on Xbox, I'm going to be playing it on PC, and we'll be able to play together. So, fantastic, can't wait. The other game I'm really, like I said before, I love Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy 16 will be out in June, and I can't wait. That game looks fantastic, it looks gritty, it looks dark. Uh, it looks like it's going to be one hell of a time. Um, it has Yashi P at, uh, at, you know, at the helm, so it it, I, I just have I have good a good feeling about this game. It's going to be way better than fifteen. Fifteen was very boy bandish. Uh, it was fun, but it it didn't feel completed. They actually had to change something in uh, I think chapter thirteen that they actually redid that chapter to make the get you know the story more sensible. Yeah. I hope this get they gave this game enough time to actually breathe and uh, craft something truly great. So uh, yeah, Final Fantasy sixteen. Can't wait to play that game. I actually have it on pre-order already. I can't wait for it to come in. <laughs> I mean, um, I'm not a big, big Final Fantasy fan. I, I enjoyed them. Um, like I said, Final Fantasy 12 was one of my favorites. Some people might hate that, but you know, whatever. I, I also enjoyed Final Fantasy 8 a lot. I mean, I like 8 more than 7, to be honest. And I know I'm going to get a lot of flack for that, but whatever. Um, 9 is also very good. Um, so Dislike I'm very happy that, that you know, with the OCP um, running this one, 
um, because he did so much for Final Fantasy XIV. Oh yeah, he, sa he saved that game for sure. And it's one of the on best MMOs in the world right now. And it's fantastic. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And there, there's so much stuff. I still need to pick up the latest uh, expansion, but I can't really play it right now anyway. I have so, the latest expansion, but I haven't reached it yet. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. I still have to finish uh, with what, Heaven's, Heaven's Ward, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. past Heaven's Ward now. I'm, I'm yeah. on to uh, wow. Shadow Walkers. Right, Shadow Walkers, yeah. Was it Shadow Walkers? I think it was. No, I'm not sure, actually. <laughs> like I said, I haven't really gotten around to playing it a lot. Final Fantasy the expansions. I might be wrong, and we might have to cut that. Yeah. Uh, mm. Heaven's Word, Storm... Oh, I, no, I'm I'm at Storm... Uh, first year... Okay, so after Heaven's Word, you get Stormblood. Uh, Storm I'm, I'm in Stormblood. Then you yeah. get Shadowbringers, and then you get Endwalker. So I'm currently yeah. on uh, Stormblood. And then I still right. need to play through Stormblood to play Shadowbringers, and then I'm actually at Endwalker. So I still have two expansions to go. So sorry mm -hmm. for the mix-up. I, I was combining Shadowbringers and Endwalkers into Shadowwalker. Yeah. So yeah, th th that's what happened there. <laughs> But yeah, I'm, I'm actually still on Stormblood. I actually forgot about Stormblood completely. Wait, whoops. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Stormblood yeah. it is. Like There's so many names you have to re uh, remember that you sometimes mix things up. And I remembered Endwalker. Like the, That's the final expansion. I remember that one. I remembered the one I was on, Havensport. But not, yeah, I'm, mm -hmm. Stormblood uh, is the one I'm about to start. I just finished Havensport. I think there are like four or five... Uh, Post story quest that you have to do until you actually go into Stormblood. So it's going to be like uh, probably like a few hours until I actually read Stormblood. But I got it yeah. working on my Steam Deck. It's finally working. I just need to reset it. It didn't save my uh, character settings. So I have to redo them all. And uh, I haven't found the time to do that. I'll probably do that tomorrow during the day or something. Just grab the Steam Deck and fix that because I actually uh, started my subscription a few days ago. So yeah. I should definitely yeah. uh, get get back on that. Mm -hmm. I okay, wish I could play right now because yeah. I really love uh, Final Fantasy XIV. It's fun. Yeah, it's it's great. You can play the PS4 version, right? Yeah, but I prefer to play it with mouse and keyboard. I get. That. I mean, it could help them I, up to the place. I'm going to play it with controller because I love the controller setup on this game. It's fantastic. It's really it's good. Good. It's really good. It, it works. And, it. But yeah, uh, yeah. I, I I get that some people really enjoy the mouse and keyboard. Uh, Same. Like, I, I can't play Doom on a uh, console. Oh, I can't play any shooter on console. I'm terrible at playing shooters uh, with controller. Like single player shooters, I'm fine with playing with controller. But when uh, when, when there's either a multiplayer aspect or it's a Twitch shooter, so you have to be kind of quick. Yeah. I I need my mouse and yeah. keyboard. Otherwise, I'm just shit at it. Okay, there's one game I forgot. And I can't because otherwise this podcast will never go anywhere. I forgot about Tears of the Kingdom. We need to talk about Tears of the Kingdom. Oh. Tears of the Kingdom. I, I love I love the first one. I definitely love Breath of the Wild. I have this collector's edition right behind me here. One of my favorite games. Uh I love Zelda, although I never finish them. Like what you have with most RPGs, I have with Zelda. I play a lot of them. I did finish Wind Waker. I finished uh the original NES version, so the just the Legend of Zelda. I never finished the second one. I finished the Super Nintendo or Link's Awakening. Uh, but after I never finished Orcarina of Time, I just 
don't really like that game. I'm going to get some flack for that, but I don't really like that game. Uh, never finished Majora's Mask. Tried it, but I got really anxious every time the freaking moon crashed down on the third day. So I, I stopped playing that. I, I really need to pick that one back up, though. I have the 3DS version. I kind of need to get back to that or maybe play it on GameCube, stream it or something. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, but I mean... Breath of the Wild was fantastic. I loved that game. The, the open world, you could do whatever you wanted. Yes, I hated when my weapons would break, but it also made sure that you would play with different weapons and you would actually uh, use the different styles. And think about the way you want to perceive uh, with the game. I played it till completion, and I enjoyed every freaking moment of that game. So I can't wait what Tears of the Kingdom will bring. It's going to be... Uh, I'm going on holiday in June. I will probably take that game along on holiday and just play there. I think that will be my holiday game. So I will not probably not review the game. I will not play it beforehand. I think I'm just going to take my time with that one. And I might do a review afterwards when nobody cares about reviews anymore. But then I'll just do it for my, you know, for, for my own interests. Um, but yeah, I'm going to take my time with Tears of the Kingdom. I can't wait for that game to come out. That might be one of my highly anticipated games this year. Um, and from what I heard, it might be the final uh, big release Nintendo is doing for Switch before they uh, announce something new. Maybe. So we'll see. Um, we'll, see. Um, we'll see if it's their final big release. It's, so, it's, been, uh, it's, it's, it's overdue, basically. It's definitely overdue. Um, I prefer playing my Steam Deck nowadays than to playing my Switch. Obviously, for first-party games, I would still play mm -hmm. my Switch every single time because it's just... Uh, I'm I'm not into emulating that stuff. First of all, it runs like crap on Steam Deck, and second of all, I'm I'm perfectly fine with playing it on my Switch. But it's mm -hmm. the the Switch is kind of getting old, and so some games are really having trouble even hitting 30, and every, everything below 30 just gives it of a terrible, terrible, terrible player experience. Yeah. So um, they need some new hardware, and apparently there was a Switch Pro. Um, that was being worked on within Nintendo, but they canceled it in favor of um, of a complete hardware revision. So uh, yeah. let's hope they'll bring that to the table this year. Um, probably not a release, but let's hope they bring that to the table, uh, at least the announcements, and we'll probably get our hands on the device uh, somewhere 2024. Yeah. But yeah, first we're going to get Tears of the Kingdom, and I can't wait. I hope that game runs fine. I, I hope it has a stable 30 FPS. That's that's all I can hope for. Just please let that game run fine. Yeah, I hope so too. Okay, so... It's uh, doable, so... Yeah. Uh, due to time, we're only going to talk about the first um, six months, and we're in, in the next podcast, we're going to talk about uh, the, the later half or the stuff that hasn't uh, actually... Uh, received a release at all so so that's what we're going to do for episode two but episode one uh we're just going to do the first six months so do you have something else uh you want to bring up fush no at the moment no no it's um no i don't have anything actually okay <laughs> to be honest it's well uh, it's then i'm gonna though. it's so. absolutely been fun Okay, then uh, we're going to uh, be ending our podcast here. It's going to be from the, it, it, I had a fantastic time. I hope you guys uh, enjoyed it as well. So, uh, Fresh, where can everybody find you? On Twitter, for sure. Well, I'm on Twitter for now. Uh, we'll see what happens, of course, as uh, PV Biken at, uh, you know, Peter V Biken. You can find me at, at, 
under that name as well. Um, I do have my own website, but it's very old and I haven't really updated it in the past couple of years. Again, issues. And um, uh, yeah, I'm also on Instagram under that name, I think. That's it, basically, where, I'm, where, you, where you can find me. Okay. And you'll be able to find me, Benjiro, on uh, Pixels and Sprites. As, uh, just look for Pixels and Sprites on Twitch, on YouTube, and you'll be able to find Pixels and Sprites on all socials as well. Uh, well, not all socials, just Twitter, basically. And you can find it, Pixels and Sprites, on YouTube as well. Um, so I would like to say thank you all for watching. Uh, Fash, thank you for being here. Uh, no and uh, we'll see you guys on the next episode.